coming to you from Southlake in Seattle, Washington. Studio 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is going to be episode 121 of Grill. How much longer on that medium rare steak, sir? I couldn't, I couldn't find the pole for the steak. Shish, shish kebab. I, I couldn't find it, chef, so I didn't fire it. I called out a, a, a flank steak. God damn it. All that fucking I don't have any. Way. I got to go to the walk-in. I'm going to be one of the hosts of this podcast. My name is going to be Bobby Stills with me in studio. We got two fros, two Puerto Ricans, two fros. Um, this is better than two chains. Two fros. <laughs> I don't know if that's So possible. much hair. It's way better than two chains. Eric Rivera. Hi. He's back in studio. We missed him last week. Sorry. Ingrid's here. Hi, Ingrid. Prince of Parmesan. Father of Fettuccine. Risotto Kid. Bear. I got excited. I made up that one. I got super stoked. I like that one. Uh, Keith Boogie did not want to be on microphone today, but I forced him to do it. I've been shamed into it. Shame. 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 And returning to us. After oh. years of absence. Years gone by. Not Would you like years. to reintroduce yourself there? Hi, I'm Pam. Uh, Pam. Pam Watson, <laughs> formerly of Frank's, then the club. <laughs> then. Hopefully, hopefully she sticks around today because she's Pam nonstick. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Pam, now you're working at a... Uh, Little Woody's. Little Woody's. Little Woody's. Best burger in Seattle. Best. Shut the fuck up. They do have Come the best on. burgers. Uh, I'm not shutting the fuck up. That's truth. Uh, let's not work. I know, but every time we say anybody mentions Little Woody's, you're like best burger in town. And I just want to argue. Because and we're not here truth. to argue about burgers. It's little Woody's. I just had Shake Shack today. Little Woody's is bomb. Check your ego. I'm not. I don't. Um, no. Shout out Marcus Lalario. He came on one of our sister podcasts, um, The Glow Up. They celebrated their two year anniversary. Shout out Casey Carter. Now uh, we're glowing. How is it working for Marcus? Does he come in there often? He's too busy. No. I see my owners a lot. I yeah. love them. Yeah. They're really good company. They're very involved in their employees' lives. I like their collaborations. I fucking love their collaborations. Do you ever, Eric, do you eat a little Woody's often? No. No? I don't have one next to me. Yeah, you do. Definitely. You got one right up the fucking street just, from you. I don't have a chance to go. You just don't. You like should it. make the chance to go. No, I have. I just, it's okay. Maybe we'll get you a collaboration burger. We're on I don't Uber think Eats so. And I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> 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 I don't. I'm very particular about how to make a burger. Yeah, but he does. They do all sorts of yeah, weird, weird connects. All that good uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, you were recently just in L.A. Yeah. As, I think it's my turn to go to L.A. Now. Yeah, it all is. You guys went to L.A. It's like the three amigos. How is? How we all go together on a horse. How was your trip in L.A.? It was really nice, man. Ate a lot of food. Any highlights? Um, yeah, I mean, every everything's a highlight down there for food. Ate Korean food right after Thanksgiving. It was tight. Um, everything tacos. Everything Just, tacos. It was good. Tacos yeah. all day. What's yeah. your favorite place in Koreatown? Uh, parks. Parks is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to this new, newer place. I forgot the name of it, but it was really good. Um, yeah. And then you went to Disneyland. Yeah, it was, it was Disneyland. great. Disneyland is great. And I like going there. Makes me feel like a kid, even though I kind of am right now. I really. so uh, you know we got three Jews and two Puerto Ricans in the studio. <laughs> yeah, today. we're gonna put some blue tape in the middle and then start a knife fight soon. <laughs> we're about but, to start drinking coquito. Yeah, coquito pasteles. So pernil. as as a Jew, <laughs> I was not allowed to go to Disneyland or Disney World mm. as a child because Why? my mom 
believe what? that Walt Disney was a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because he was. So I was, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He was only betting for, he was like, I'm going to play both sides, see who yeah. comes out ahead. Yeah. You know, smart business move, I guess. But I don't think he was against killing Jews. I think he was. And then, he, you know, I think a PR <laughs> thing kind of happened where they like said, hey, you know, a new ride that you can't have is the oven. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. If you look at a lot of his old so shit, he, he had some fucked up shit. Like, he made some fucked oh, up cartoons. super fucked up you cartoons. You can't just erase He's not adult. It. Dude, you can't erase that like a cartoon you're drawing. No. You know what I mean? No. That it's, doesn't it's, work that way. It lives forever. Yeah. They, try, they tried to hide it away. Yeah, they tried to, but I mean, Mickey Mouse is super racist, cute. And got some racist shit out completely. there, Completely. Yeah. Dr. Seuss did some racist shit, too. Well, let's just be yeah. honest. Anybody born before 1980 probably did some racist shit. <laughs> I was born in 81, so I'm good. <laughs> Me, too. I was born in 88, and I do a lot of racist shit. Oh, so. man. Here we are. Yeah. Keeping you guys alive. Girl, how long mistake Mr. is the most, most racist uh, food podcast in the game? Oh, this isn't even close, dude. Some of the ones with you and Johnny. Yeah, yeah, I'd say some pretty racist shit, yeah. Johnny. I bet you didn't even like blackened food. Isn't Johnny too? <laughs> no, Johnny. He's got a kid now. No. He's busy slaving away for Eduardo Jordan. That's why you don't have children. You wanted to comment about Eduardo in his recent... Uh, Congratulations, Eduardo, on your That is day not what you city. just said. <laughs> yes, it is. He got Eduardo Jordan Day, right? November 28th. Wow, and he's so deserving of it, you know, like as being the one chef in Seattle who deserves that one Seattle Day honor. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud. Is I, there any other Seattle chefs that have their own day? I do not believe that there are any other Seattle But he's chefs. the most deserving, obviously, as Because Pam he's feels. from Seattle. Is he from Seattle? He's no, not. he's not. He's from, from Florida. Florida. He's from Florida. I thought he was from like the Carolinas or something. Like nah, that. Florida. He's a Southern boy that supports Southern traditions and is bringing a Southern wave to Seattle. And everyone up here loves him for that. So, shout out Eduardo Jordan. Yeah. Shout out Johnny. Shout, shout out, out Johnny. Elmer. Yeah, they're, they're opening this week. Yeah, they're opening this week. I like the food looks really good. Uh, it's kind of small. I saw a lot of fermented things. Yeah. It looks but don't you want to have a small restaurant? It's not a restaurant. It's a grain bar. It's a. <laughs> Oh. I don't even know what the fuck that means. You know what that means? Um, I don't. Cream of I, wheat. I, I don't. Look, oh, no. I look at it as overfill for a really busy restaurant. That's what I. I mean, that's and that's that's a good on them for figuring that shit out yeah. because as a business guy, restaurant person, that's a good problem to fucking have. There's lines. There's lines yeah. that people are waiting to eat there all the time. Yeah. So it's smart. Just go in here, grab hey, a drink, have a, a snack. Small seven dollar grain bowl. But put didn't that in Delancey your face. do that? With a. Uh, Oh, God, I can't remember the name of their other restaurant. But when Delancey opened, they had an overfill, and so they opened their other restaurant. It's just like a bar that you go sit there and eat food at. Yeah, next to it in the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, in the, in the house, but it was off to the side. Yeah. 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 It's a good move. Smart business move. Yeah. And it's just him pretty much running running all three places. I mean, he, he doesn't have to have really business partners come in and tell him what to do. I don't think so. It's his dad. I know his dad came and in. His and his sister him build, involved. And his sister yeah. helped come Which to is, He kept it in the family. She's smart. Super tight. Yeah. Now, hopefully, Johnny gets into the, into the family. Yeah, man. So, last week, we had mentioned about what happened with Andrew Zimmer. And I gave my opinion on it, but I did want to hear your opinion on the situation. Yeah, I just I, I think it's kind of crazy. Uh, I, I get it. He's from that area. He's kind of like their local product. But I think at that time it's going and looking at something like, oh, he's going to give us Chinese food because he thinks everybody's people need that. And he feels like he's going to elevate it. But then he also shit on like P.F. Chang's at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how can you shit on P.F. Chang's when they're doing they did are doing the same exact thing that you're talking about doing? 
And why is that okay? Yeah, I mean, my opinion was basically that um, he, I don't really think, I don't, I feel like he doesn't, he didn't really know about any of the the Chinese cuisine that was going on right. in that area, right. in the Twin right. Cities. And he went ahead and just made that comment, thinking it was funny or yeah. something like that. Probably tongue-in-cheek type thing. And yeah. Oh, ha, ha, I'll bring it, and it sucks. And then the whole, not, not just the the community, Chinese-American community there, but the Chinese community, community Chinese-American community all over the United States really fucking attacked him. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, I was kind of upset that he did, it is a half-hearted apology. I mean, you have that happening here on a local level, too. You have chefs that go on vacation for a week or two, and then they go to, like, Szechuan province, and they open a Szechuan restaurant in Capitol Hill, and then all of a sudden it's, like, <laughs> fucking cool shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this isn't even that good. And I, you should have stayed there longer and gotten the shit right. I don't think it's okay. Yeah, but, like, I mean, we were just talking or, about... Or somebody else at another Vietnamese restaurant in Capitol Hill that goes on <laughs> things that they're having, and then they hire a bunch of people, and then ends up being, like, restaurant of the year, and I don't think that's okay. <laughs> Well, because you charge more and you have like white waiters, that's okay. But I don't think that's okay. I know, but we've talked about. But this then I can also. I know. I can, we've I we've talked about yeah. this on the show before. Yeah, I, I get it. Is is that our opinions really don't matter? I know it doesn't. The, as, the consumer is going to go do it, it and they're exactly. going to pay and they're going to fucking keep going. They don't know any better. It's translatable cuisine. If you can translate cuisine to white people in general, that's the biggest consumer of the demographic here in Seattle. It's going to be great, and they don't care, and they won't necessarily go to Vietnam or the South or wherever else to actually find these places to see if they're better or not. Do they really want to eat that food? Fuck no, because they're fucking <laughs> scared. And if they go down to the fucking South, they're going to see people that's not their color, and they're going to freak the fuck out. And that's the reality of it. But it tastes better. Dude, I live. I lived in Louisiana. I lived in Texas. I lived in all these fucking places. And I saw the exact same thing. The college I went to had a fucking black Burger King and a white Burger King. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. And I drove there and I'm like, but I'm Puerto Rican. What do I do? Where do I go? And they're like, just go to the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Whataburger. That's very true. It's crazy. And if you can translate it and make it on, you know, nice little place that looks cool on Instagram, everybody's going to eat your shit up. Two seconds. And they don't question anything else. They go, this is fucking great. I love this. But what happens when you're serving to white people that know the difference? Well, then those ones call your you they call your bullshit because I've had guests come in and they go, I don't understand why this place is so popular. It's garbage. That I've actually happened? been to Vietnam. Talking I've about your place? place. Talking about the they are. They place? hate Puerto Rican food. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking hate my Puerto Rican. I've had people come to my place and say, this is garbage. Yeah, right. and that's fair enough. But I mean, at the same time, it's like I'm not trying to pull one over on anyone. I'm not, I literally tell them, I'm like, this isn't your grandma's fucking Puerto Rican food. I'm not trying to tap into your psyche or your culture or whatever else. I do Puerto Rican food my way because I'm a fucking chef. Last time I checked. I want to do things my way. Yeah, that's it. Okay, With my Fred, little hair fro. Fred Durst. I get excited. I'm sorry. People like me, you, on a pan, right. whatever. I didn't really, I don't expect like great, authentic Chinese cuisine from Andrew Zimmer. I don't So either. I don't really respect his opinion I, I when don't. it comes to that cuisine. So I just don't really understand why everybody got their panties in I a think bunch at the end of the that. day, what he should have done and just said, hey, I'm opening this thing. Don't shit on anybody else. Open it. Yeah. Let the people decide. Let them go. And then when people go, why are you doing Szechuan cuisine? Why are you doing Chinese cuisine? Why are you doing blah, 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 blah? Then he can go like, hey, I traveled to these places because he has. I've gone to all these things because he did. And if it's good, great. If it sucks, fuck them. I can also say that the group outside of Chinese people or like Asian people in general that know the most about Chinese food are Jewish people. In my we're always eating it all. In Christmas. my experience, my grandma, my Puerto Rican grandma, told me that she used to spend Christmas with her Jewish friends at a Chinese restaurant in New York. Like, 
That's it, traditionally that is a Jewish Christmas meal. Yeah, because yeah. Season plays open. So maybe he does feel like he knows a lot yeah. about Chinese food. Maybe, but again, and maybe it, he's it, traveled a lot to China. I think we it's going know. back to being like now he's going to be the voice of Chinese food in the Midwest, and I think that's why it causes that. That's a little weird because he's like, well, I'm going to bring all these things to the Midwest, and blah 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 blah. And we're going to have more than a hundred or a thousand. I, I, or, I will say this in his defense: when you go out to the Midwest, the 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 food IQ is not as sophisticated. Overall, as you get on the West Coast or East Coast, I, I lived in Kansas. God help me. I don't think um, that's. I, I don't consider Kansas being the Midwest. Oh, what are you talking about? It's like right in the it's middle. I know, I know, I know. But when I'm talking, <laughs> when I'm talking about Midwest, I'm, I'm thinking like more like Minnesota, Michigan, Nebraska. you know, kind of that upper Midwest kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and that's where he's that's where he's kind of doing all this stuff. It's very different. I start thinking of like Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, all that stuff. That's because I mean, honestly, I, I feel like once you get away from the coasts. The actual amount of good Chinese food is almost zero because most, even the Chinese families that open restaurants out there are catering to white. Oh, sure, of course. And like even like my girlfriend who is is Japanese, like I ordered Chinese one night and she's like, "This is the whitest Chinese food I have ever had." Right. And she's like, "You are never allowed to order Chinese food again." (laughs) So I ordered uh, Chinese food yesterday for staff meal. From where? I forgot the name of the place. I'm really terrible at that game. And I order it from Amazon. Prime now, whatever, and it's a, a place that's in Greenwood. The reviews on it were terrible, and that's why I was like, "Oh, I know this is gonna be good," um, because <laughs> the reviews were this: the the fucking meat had bones in it. There was too much oil. It was spicy. It was too spicy, and I'm like, "These are all indicators to me of this is gonna be really good." And those are just kind of like white people that are like, "I want everything done for me and chewed up for me and not spicy." Bones and, and fat and spice. Which again, it's like anytime you try to do one of these restaurants, I've had this problem too with Puerto Rican food. It's like somebody comes in and goes, "Puerto Rican food, what is it? Is it spicy?" I'm like, no, no, Puerto Rican food isn't spicy. Is it this? Is it that? Can I get some guacamole? And you know, you're like, no. okay, <laughs> all right, let's back it up a little bit. I know but what you're going for. You have to go, can I make you. money on this? Can I do money on this? Or or do I have to like change my format to make these people happy? And so you can stick your foot in the ground and say, I'm not fucking changing shit or whatever. Well, did, when, I mean, when you came here and you started doing Lechoncito, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sh- somebody asked you about it. You didn't, sh- did you shit on any of the places here? There's only one. There's two. There's like one, La Isla. And then there's one in Rainier Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know about that one. Well, there's also the best one that's down in uh, fucking uh, where is that place? Puerto down Rico? South. No, it's called <laughs> no, it's called OSJ. That place is amazing I've in heard Lakewood. That place, but I it's amazing. Been there. Yeah, I've that been one's that like place. that one's like note for note traditional, authentic, old school style Puerto Rican food. The stuff that I grew up on. I know, but you didn't make any comments about. You know. Why I don't need to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, what, you know the reason I don't. What the hardest part about that shit is that I'm doing with Puerto Rican food is that, okay, cool. There's two of them. How many Vietnamese restaurants are there? Oh. How many Chinese restaurants? Japanese? Everybody else? I'm over here going like I'm just trying to open the third one. Yeah. I'm just trying to do some of this stuff, and then I have to explain myself a thousand times over. Or you know, somebody went on a cruise once and stopped in San Juan for two hours and ate something, and I have to play to that shit. Fuck that. It's competition. No, I know it's funny. Yeah. That's why I keep going. Before we get into uh, the final table, final Netflix show. Finale. Finale. We're not going to ruin it for people. We're not gonna I don't know. I was going to spoiler alert. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the new Modern's Cuisine Gallery that opened up downtown. Yeah. Um, Have you guys been there yet? I haven't been because we, we had a cater out and all that stuff. My buddy Scott, so he does, and he's in charge of a lot of that photography. Um, he's in charge of building all of the little parts and pieces and movements and working with Nathan directly. 
Um, he's kind of like Nathan's right-hand man for kind of sorting all that stuff. And it's pretty cool stuff they're getting. Now, I just, I know I, I read about it when they opened up the shops in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had one in, in New Orleans. Yes. I thought it was funny because he had, you know, they ask him about it all the time. And he's pretty much taking credit for Correct. all the work. Yes. But he's not the photographer, right? No, he's not. And he's not the one cooking all that food. No, he's not. But, okay, translate this to restaurant chef world. Yeah. You know how restaurant chefs yeah. work out? All you know, me. Yeah, you know how they when they win a James Beard Award, there's one fucking person on stage, <laughs> and there's a saute cook on the line getting shit on, and he's, like, crying because he doesn't ever get to go to New York? <laughs> Same thing. You know what I mean? Same shit. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of people there that are doing a lot of things, but when you're the guy that writes the check and has the billions, yeah. you're the one that gets to be on TV. Uh, I also think it was thought it was funny that he had opened up in Las Vegas and New Orleans. I mean, why? I, mean, I understand Vegas. Sure, I can understand that. Sure, but if there's why New Orleans? I think if there's an opportunity to do something like that, and they have the money, and they have the resources, and they have the ability to just say, "Oh, art gallery wants to have our stuff here." That's a well-renowned whatever art gallery. Then you show your stuff. It's the I, it's I, his gallery. I know. It, it, look, I'll be honest. If you can do, if you had endless money. You're going to get bored at some point in time and go, I really like he, cooking. I, I don't think he's a guy. He doesn't get bored. I think he does. I, I don't know. Like, why that, the fuck would you want to start a restaurant or try to work in restaurants if you weren't bored? That, he, used to, he used to stodge at like Rovers and shit. Yeah. He was already a billionaire at that point. And he used to, <laughs> he used to stodge at I know. He, he liked, liked food. He and, left Microsoft right. to go fucking work in a kitchen. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, so, a science lab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you do. So it's just, I mean, good on him, dude. Good now, on he's, him. now he's taking a foray into art. But he can do whatever he wants. I, I mean, he can literally walk in here and be like, Eric, you never get to cook again for $2 million. I'll be like, $2 million. I'll take it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I'm re- I was just really happy. To, um, I, I haven't been in it. I walked by I want it. to. I was super like. We should go together. Yeah, we should. Play date. Um, can we all go three together? Yeah, let's do it. High five in. Oh, fuck you. I'm not included. Okay. Hey. Yes. You have, hey. You have work to do at the Soundcasting Network. Busy man. The uh, fettuccine yeah. fanatic has to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie has work to do. Yeah, yeah, I know. Great, thank you. Um, well, anyway, congratulations to Nathan Miraville yeah, and everybody awesome. at the Monarchs Cuisine team. I've known Super people that work there, and you know they work hard and they're doing cool shit. Francisco um, killing it in the Pacer game as always. It's nice, nice to see. Uh, and the art looks awesome. It does. Um, I just it looks don't, amazing. I in everything I've read about this, the none of the photographers get really I, any. I think that's kind of the way it goes, man. I, again, it's like we've talked on this show about like art and recipes and food and who it belongs to at what point. So in Microsoft, who who thought of anybody other than Bill Gates when he was there? How many employees do they have? Like four or five hundred thousand. Yeah. And they go Microsoft, Bill Gates. Yeah, but at least if you if Jeff Bezos, Amazon. So I know, but that's not that's not true in that in that case because when you work on a certain program, software or hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, your name is attached to that. Sure. If you look up in the diagram or... Um, but at the end of the day, when you're worth $100 billion, does, who, who are they going to go to? Who are going to think about Jeff Bezos? Well, yeah, and if you're worth $100 billion, do you really care if your name's attached to it? doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, I mean, that, that, but that was my, that's my whole issue is like, like all over the website, all in all right. of the, all of the write-ups about it, it's, it's yeah. Nathan Mirable, Nathan I mean, Mirable. Because Nathan he's basically the main creative... He's, like he's the main the creative... Movie. You know, vision behind it. So, like, he's the producer. He's the guy yeah. that puts it all together. And so, of course, like, if the focus is the food the fuck and the cooking techniques, of course they're not going to give a shit about the photographer. No. Or you have, like, the Cohen brothers. I mean, there's a whole production staff and all these kinds of things and writers and screenplays. And, well, you look at credits for a movie. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Wow, there's a new documentary that just came out with the Coen Brothers. It's yeah, dude, good. I saw it. It's fucking amazing. That's great. And then there's new like Western thing that they came out with. Is that was It's incredible. I haven't watched that one. So don't ruin the bus- Buster Scan. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's so fucking brutal and it's like adorable. All right, all right. Dude, the gold mining one. It's like a baby pug like with a revolver to your head. It starts off really kind of happy and fucking cheery. This is a podcast about food, people. I'm sorry. This is not Doug Love's movies. I was Eat eating. A dick. I was this eating hot pockets at three o'clock in the morning watching that. So <laughs> anyway, I do love hot pockets. They're fucking amazing. Their ham and cheese ones—they fucking. Clutch. They need to make a lechoncito flavor. Just oh like. my god! What's your go-to order at Taco Bell? They should make a uh, the, the soft beef. Soft beef. Yeah, you like soft beef. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Taco <laughs> Hell. Grande you, chalupas. Grande chalupas. Yeah, lots of fire sauce. Taco time, man. I'll go no, to Taco I said, oh, I didn't ask. Yeah. Always. No, no, no. He's what's a Northwest your, I like local homegrown tacos. You got to have the taco time ta- if you're what's from What's your the Taco Bell order, though? Diarrhea. <laughs> so, Ingrid, what do you got? What do you, Taco Bell? Soft tacos. Soft tacos. He just sits out in the, car, in the parking ch- lot and pureeing everything. Chalupas I'm a chili chichilito kind of guy. My grandma loved chalupas. She'd always be like, oh, we're going to go out on a date. That's we're gonna have adorable. Chalupas. And I'm like, That's cool. adorable. Did she do it with hot sauce and shit? Did she have a specific hot no, sauce? No, no, no. She's Puerto Rican. She doesn't yeah, do hot sauce. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All right, uh, girl, how much longer <laughs> on that steak, mister? Uh, I just put it in the sous vide bath, chef. It looks like it's going to be about another two and a half hours. What the fuck is this? I did that the other day. <laughs> you did what? With some petite sirloin, sous vide them. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Steak butter. That reverse sear? Totally forgot that they were in there. Mm, that's tight. Like, 12 turn hours into later. Mu- turn into super mush? Yeah, it was. It turn into do some like steak paste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have some meat glue at the uh, <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> we can put it back together. We yeah. can make it better than it was. Six million dollars. We have the technology. Man. All right. Before we close out the show, I wanted to dive a little bit into uh, Netflix series The Final Table. And chill. Well, yeah, we're not chill. Okay, that's fine. Because this we can is hold not hands. Chill. I have a couch. I have. If you nobody has watched it, I'm Nobody's not. I'm it. not gonna ruin it for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin the show for you. I just want to break it down and get Eric's opinion on this because I'm sure he you might know some of these people. Yes. And you are totally into this style of food. Me, on the other hand, yes. I think a lot of it's bullshit. Uh, I've talked to some people about it, and. Most of the people that I've talked to in the industry hate the fucking show. Yes. Now, me, my opinion, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked the cast of chefs and characters. I loved the judges. I uh, The chefs' judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not like the judges that they picked to taste the food, and I don't know where the fuck they actually Why don't you like the judges? So well, let me, I'll, I'll explain to Pam, because Pam doesn't know anything about I've the show. I've never heard of the show before today. Okay. So... Netflix's new culinary competition, The Final Table, features 24 acclaimed chefs from around the world. They're working in teams of two uh, on a series of country-themed challenges. So for each challenge, they pick a uh, country of origin, and then they get three celebrity guests, food writers, Mm -hmm. bloggers, actors, what the fuck is that? So have these people been to the country that they're cooking from? The, the 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 competitors. Yeah. Some of them have. Some of them are. Some, some of them haven't. There's mm-hmm. a guy. There's a guy, a Michelin rated chef from Scotland. We'll uh, get into that more. Who has never even eaten a taco. Yeah. So. Whoa. Okay. So. <laughs> Which um, makes sense. 
And they're basically battling to have a seat at the final table, which is um, basically how many different chefs? Uh, eight, nine? Yeah, something like chefs. that. And they all get to hang out at Chuck E. Cheese after. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a baller-ass table, though. So there's... Like, you get a ball pit and some good yeah. cheese pizza. animatronic animals just staring at you. Twelve. So, oh, no. Ten chefs. Ten. Uh, ten chef. Ten. The host is Andrew Knowlton. He's a uh, editor uh, what, Bon Appetit? Yep. Yeah. Um, bon Ape type. Yeah, but he was, a, he was a judge on some other show, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, he's been around little circuits of doing that kind of thing. I think Iron Chef, maybe. Yeah. I really Probably. like his food, though. Who's? Andrew Knowlton. It's very well curated. I follow him he's, on Instagram. He's definitely a professional at that. But game. like some of the things that he puts out are actually really good for home cooks. I didn't think so. he was a very good host for the show. I haven't seen the show. I, I think that he was like skills, super but. timid and super shy and really wasn't like getting up in there and really like figuring out what the the chefs were doing. A chef would have been a good host. An yeah. actual breaking it down, talking to them. I always feel <laughs> like there's a disconnect with hosts of TV shows and actual chefs. Like the chef talk shit. Like you can talk with them and be like, "Oh yeah, we're on the same you know kind of level. I know what you're doing. Like here's the thing, blah blah blah." Are you telling me that Ted Allen doesn't understand the intricacies Ooh. of the kitchen? <laughs> Not Tim Allen. <laughs> I said Ted. Ted Allen. <laughs> he hosts like all of the Food Network shows. I don't know. Yeah, I he, just. But wasn't he originally on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Yes. Yeah. I mean, but look, I mean, he's, he's a, a he's host. a really good host. He's, he's a, a good host. host. He's a really good host. I don't. Not a chef. Yeah, he, I don't. They, there's always that kind of thing that's a little bit lost. But if you get like Marco Pierre White in there, to no, no, you. no, he's not a good host. <laughs> I think no, no, I he's not a good host, but he's a great chef. Yeah, and he'll he, tell you what you He would wrong. make somebody stop and like get off the stage. Oh, and yeah. I'm finishing that. Yeah, exactly. Throw shit that would be at awesome. And curse them. He'd be like, "Where the yeah. fuck did you but learn this? Get the fuck. You're gonna serve like, this to right? Yeah. He's but like, you're not gonna serve this to anybody because you're done. But how cool would that be to have a host that called somebody out on their bullshit? Like, hey, here's this guy who's torn. You know, he's tornado and fucking whatever. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, no, you're gonna fuck. Fuck that up. Maybe I love him. Yeah, but we, Marco White, we always like come back you. to it's not television for us. I know it's not. It's television. And a lot of this shit can get like viewed by the the consumers sure. as like what it's like in a kitchen. This is nothing. It's nothing like. Nothing it. like. Zero percent. Zero percent. I remember I heard one of the chefs on the show say, the fuck did she say? Oh, I haven't plated like ten plates in over fifteen years, and what? I'm like, that's that's probably fucking true. Probably, I mean, that, probably true. Probably you, doing six at a time, four it, by six. Not like even, yeah. not even that. Mm. You have everybody else plating it, and you look at it and oh, go, yeah. "That's wrong. That's wrong. What the fuck is that? Replate this. Did that? Send it out the They're window." Basically, high-paid food stylists. Yeah, yeah. artist. Um, any <laughs> people on the show that you like? You know, front runners that you liked a lot. I, I honestly, I'll, I'll be flat out honest with you. We watched one episode. Okay. Because Chef Ackett's was on it. I'm a big fan. Oh, you just watched just that just episode? Just that episode. I don't give a fuck about any of the other stuff that's going on on the show. Why did everybody have such a boner for him? I work for the guy. He's I know, but, amazing. but when he came out, everybody was like, oh, almost yeah, fainted. Because it's stuff. like that. But, it's like that, but dude. There's the more, first time I met there's him, more I, like well fucking, record, I got more well out. decorated chefs on the show. I don't know about him. that. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know. I don't know, man. You're like, until you meet him in person and see what he's all about. That's I mean, I, I got changes. tingles watching, you know, watching him on right, TV. Too. Right, right. I mean, it's he does it's some... the coolest shit ever, man. He's he's the fuck. He's the shit. 
Like I've, I don't th- talk about people that way. Yeah. He's the shit. Every yeah. time I talk to him or whatever, text or whatever, he's great. He definitely came out there and looked like he was like the the team captain. Right. And he, then he like no, gathered everybody up. You haven't watched the whole show. No, but I, just when his episode was when he yeah. was talking to people, that exact same yeah. interaction that he's yeah. having with the chefs. Yeah. Like that's what a host of a show should be yeah. doing. He's like, hey guys, how are you? Like, how are things going? And blah 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 blah. And it looked really cool. I don't know. I I, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought that episode was cool. Um, any uh, quorms with the it's, it's corm? the same shit. Where it's a corm. What's corm? Corm. It's really corms, it's corms, a corm. Yeah, porn corm. Corm's a word. Um, corm. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I I corm. like Wrong. I just still think it's like the format of a cooking challenge show isn't something that I necessarily want to watch anyway because it doesn't excite me. I'm like I don't care about YouTube making a dish in an hour. Like I know a good, really awesome, mind blowing dish takes more than that time. Yeah, that was kind of my that was my issue too. Um, was that why do they give them an hour? We know that for a lot of meals and the it takes time. prep time is some days before. Yeah, and then you you're looking at thing. the first thing anybody's grabbing on that show is a fucking pressure cooker, and they're grabbing all this stuff. And I'm like, but they're you know the fine little minute details of the things that these guys are really good at doing, they don't get to do. Can you really make a great pulled pork sandwich without fucking braising your pork for like five hours? I don't no. know, man. You probably could just to fake it and make it, but would somebody well, I really hope my boyfriend you, you is listening to this because he gets so bad at me when my meals take like eight hours. Yeah. It's like, baby, you can't do that. I I'm start, like, yeah, I, I start, I start the day before, wake up in the morning, start again, and then I finish it at night. Right. Thank you. So then that's even a thought process that these guys are going through and I see them struggle and it sucks because I see these really talented chefs. And they're like, I have an hour. I have to manipulate this shit somehow yeah. to make it somewhat presentable. I get to cook for probably 30 minutes, fuck around for 15 minutes, and then well, plate for 10 or 15. That's and then I got to put it out. That's what I was most impressed about this show was the kinds of things that they did. They do cool shit. With, within, with the hour. Right. They do, they do a good job. Again, I would like to see on a normal level going like, hey, let's follow the the idea of a dish and see it all the way through. I know that's boring for a lot of people, but that's the kind of thing that I want to see. Like you could take a two-day prep and cut right. it into right. and make that show the same way, and nobody right. would nobody would give a shit because you would still get to see like the prep that goes into making for this sure. amazing stuff. It's like if you want to see the entire anatomy or, or start of a whole dish that becomes an iconic dish in the end, that's the kind of shit that I want to see, the lead-up of that. Like, How am I supposed to get my egg yolks uh, uh, dehydrated and cured in order that, that I can shave them over my shit no, in an no, hour. No, no. It doesn't no, work. No, 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 you can't do it. Shaved egg yolks are the shit. They are. Don't do that to your egg yolks. That's good and good are you for you. Kidding me? It's amazing. We do that from time to time. Oh, dude, it's the best yeah, shit in the it's world. Good. I need to come to your restaurant. I, I, I'm, you, you know, I started off. What's that? Do I do. I do a Dungeons Crab Mofongo. It's pretty fucking stellar. Um, but I've started off on dish, what and I'm working up my way to saute. One day I'll be like maybe sous chef. Hell Possibly yeah. you're getting up there. I'm getting up there. You're we'll getting see. up there. Pam, maybe he'll be able to hook us up with like an app or a free I app think or so. something. I think we have I'm some coupons. Free food. Ten percent off. I'll pay for all of it if it's. Our, uh, we have a new one. It's called the one for one. The one for one. <laughs> yeah. If you buy one ticket, you get another one for free. That's not a thing that we're doing. You. I just saw a good, a funny dinner. I was like, not funny, but a luxury dinner. Yeah. Four hundred fifty dollars yeah, a ticket. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For what? <laughs> At your dinner. restaurant? Yeah. Wait. It's caviar. It's foie. It's wagyu. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, that's the title of it. These are things that you'll never hear about in Puerto Rico. No, I know. So we all definitely need He doesn't to have a there. Puerto Rican restaurant. He has an incubator. I have an old whole thing restaurant. Yeah. He has a whatever the fuck he wants mm-hmm. restaurant. That's yeah. the kind of show that I like. Yeah. 
once I'll get sous chef. Um, all right, back to final table. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I noticed on the show and I was super confused about was they were pretty much so calm the entire time. Yeah, that's bullshit. And that is something that I can <laughs> guarantee some of those chefs would be flipping the fuck out. Yeah, because I work at a burger restaurant, and when you get like more than seven tickets in there, our chefs are like, and yeah, so I'm so I'm wondering where all that lost footage is for that show because I know there's some cursing, or it's just somebody burning something on accident. Yeah, exactly. There was no injuries either. No, there was no like no slices, no cuts, no, no, blood, burns, no burns, no spills, no Somebody fucked up cut. dishes, no, no like water. I saw people off. running to the fucking pantry to grab something last minute. You're not running in a fucking kitchen. Nobody like busted that. their ass. People get cut on, chopped all the time. I didn't time. see anybody sweating. Yeah, neither yeah. did I. But it's, good. it's okay. Good, 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 good air conditioning, maybe. Good hood. Um, but there was no hoods. Maybe it's Vegas. They style. Yeah, they, they had. Is they had right behind, and it's sucking down. But yeah, sucking it down. I'm gonna agree with Suck that. Suck it down. Um, would you ever compete on a show like Fuck that? No. Why not? It's not my thing. What if it was for five million dollars? No. Ten million dollars. No, Ten fucking thing, million dollars. No, 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 no. Listen, the only thing I've, already, I've said this a million times. I've been asked to do yeah, I'm yeah, chef, yeah, top yeah, chef, all this yeah, kind yeah, of crazy yeah. shit. Every time I tell them, absolutely not. Unless somebody can actually learn some from something from that. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not there to compete against anyone because at the end of the day, I'm only competing with myself. But do you Why think you that people go? don't learn things from cooking competition shows? They don't. Shows? I, I didn't. I watched that whole thing. I didn't learn anything. But I've watched a lot of cooking competition shows, and I've been in and out of a lot of restaurants, and yeah. I've learned things from shows. I just I mostly don't know. what not to do, but like also <laughs> random tricks that you should right. know. I, what Maybe. not to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't just I don't see those. Fish. I don't see those challenge type cooking things as being something that's. Ideal. I think you should do it. You just go in and subvert the dominant paradigm on Iron Chef and just serve corn dogs. I I would yeah sure, but I still wouldn't do <laughs> With it. With a package of hot sauce. <laughs> there was an episode on like the original original Iron Chef where one guy did make a corn dog style thing. No, I, I just mean he made from it the out package. Oh, yeah, oh. just a package just of top wait ramen. Just the last two minutes. Throw it. Like from Costco or bomb. Just sit there for forty-five minutes. In the last two, you go microwave button start. Now, is there <laughs> any? So I. Okay, first off, let's get a thumbs up or thumbs down from what you saw for the show. Is that a thumbs up? Yeah, in the middle. You're in the middle. I, I understand how it can be entertaining. I'll probably watch some of the other episodes. Keith. Um, I don't know. I've only watched like half an episode, but I'm gonna. And go I watch told the rest. both you guys to watch it. I did. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I watched the I one tried. episode. I, on the other hand, give it a thumbs up. I picked it up, played it, and then pretty much went to bed, woke up, and finished it off the next day. Just That's because tight. I liked watching all of the chefs. Um, they work as teams. They, yeah. you know, they they are accomplished. They have yeah, they're their all own rec- they have their own restaurants and it was cool to see them working with somebody else and working with being uncomfortable yeah. and being put up in a position um, of stress even though it didn't look like it. I mean, they they had to cook for for people that they that they some I, idolized, okay. some looked up to them. So someone like Timothy Hollingsworth, yeah. he's seen a lot of shit. He's seen a lot of shit. He's, he handled he, that shit. He, dude, he was the exec at French Laundry, yeah. and he was there he for 10 plus, shit, fucking dude. plus years. Like, that guy is going to be calm, because he's seen a lot of yeah. shit. He was. And you he's, you know, he's done Bocuse, so that's, like, the ultimate yeah. challenge, like, competition. So he's not going to be sweating and running no, around he an wasn't, idiot. No. You know, he's idiot. Real not, quick, for anybody who doesn't understand what Bocuse is, could you just give a quick... Uh, so it's pretty much the original challenge cooking competition. You know, every couple years... Um, 
people compete in every country that's allowed to come uh, and they do a competition. There's a two year run up. They get a, a, a person plus a little buddy of theirs who's like a younger chef and they compete within the country. So they do the book who's or uh, USA. When I worked at Alinea, we were part of the team that was helping the challengers of that. So we had a couple of the people come in and we were helping them out. They would spend some time in the kitchen and they go over there. They compete uh, in one day or oh, sorry, two days. Uh, the first day is one thing. Second day is the next thing. And then yeah it's a crazy insane competition because it's like people go through like olympic style training to get into this shit it's like two years worth of prep where like i'm gonna do this so i'm gonna go live in a dorm and cook food every day for and not only that they were building an exact replica kitchen of what they would be cooking at in france of the space where they would practice at for two years straight it's fucking insane that that shit like watching that on on TV or watching that online when they that, literally I've watched that's me the and Johnny one, we reviewed dude, it that's the, the one, one where I'm did. like oh yeah I'm watching this for real there was a the the team Japan a couple years ago they had this sheet with flowers in it and they were like doing the dish they're plating it up and they just rolled out this little sheet of like cucumber it was a fucking insane had all these little flowers built into it and I'm like that's insane I've never seen anything like that. And then having Martin Kastner design all the stuff for um, the Team USA, and then they actually won it, um, which is he pretty, was on that team, cool. right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's the guy, uh, crucial detail, and he's yeah. yeah and he's you should amazing. also look up the guy's named after what is it, Jean Paul Bocuse? Yeah, amazing. Yep, amazing chef. So he's I amazing. A- I mean, he put a he put a the stamp on like what Michelin star cuisine should be on a level higher than anyone at the time. He died a couple of years ago, a year ago, uh, something like that. <laughs> Year and um, a half. Yeah, and and like on that level, it's completely different. But that's the kind of thing where I geek out on it. Normal at home person's gonna be like, "What am I watching? This is garbage." So for the um, at his funeral, did you see like they all wore chef, everybody, chef whites? Everybody was that there. Was, that was that legit. was dope. That was, that was it was legit. dope. You know. How do you feel about high school cooking competition? I think it's great. I think it's like, awesome. That's not me. That's not me. That's I not me. That that's not me. That's not me. Um, that was booby still. I think. I think that. I think that's great. I look. I always look at this and going like, keep get the younger people cooking, get them going, get them going, get them going, and whatever excuse you can to get them cooking. It doesn't matter. I just. I. I have. I have this thing where I don't necessarily like it as a leader in. Everybody asks you, you think you're an accomplished chef, and then somebody always asks you, when are you going to go on Top Chef? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When are you going to go on Iron Chef? When are you going to do this? And like, they see that as like the ultimate top of everything, and I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. So do you actual other chefs ask you that, or do you just like regular people ask you that? Both. And, and casting agents and whatever. They're like, you need to go on the show. And I'm like, no, that's casting not my thing. Casting agents are devils. Yeah, and, and I've, you know, I've, I've gone through like the, the thing. And I, I was, this was, what, two years ago? I actually went through more of the process. I was like, you know, I'm starting off this business, auto. Yeah. And I'm like, this could be good. We can it's get impressed. whatever. And I did a 10-minute interview. And then they were like, so, yeah, we're going to go to the second round. I was like, absolutely not. I'm done. You just didn't like the no. interview process? No. I just, it, I was like, this isn't for, this isn't what we need to be doing. Yeah. This isn't what I want to project, and I don't want to be some... You go on there, you win. Great. You I go under, on there, you lose. Great. Then I understand what? your position on wanting to learn. Right. You know, learn. That's all I want to do. Is If we can teach people how to cook and teach them another point of view from it, that's all I care about. That's when I'll go on TV. So you do like a show like, uh, what, Salt, Fat, Acid? Abs- that's heat. stellar. That show is fucking stellar. The stuff with Alton Brown, what he was doing, you know. Um, <laughs> Love me some Alton Heston, Heston, Heston Blumenthal. So many people hate him, and I'm like, what? No, he's you stellar. Like, that's the only cooking In show. In Search of Perfection from, from Heston Blumenthal. That's a gold standard show that that's I always point everybody too. to. Yeah. Um, there's a restaurant in Tokyo called Ryujin, and they have their instruction 
original uh, fish videos and breakdown videos for all of their food that they made for all of their cooks that work in the kitchen, and it is the most fucking cool videos I've ever seen. Is it online for free? It is online on YouTube. That's the most uh, beautiful thing. It's, it's on Tokyo Gastronomy yeah. on YouTube, and it's Ryujin. It's a three Michelin star restaurant in Tokyo, and it was instructional videos they made for their chefs. There's no words. There's no nothing. Sick. It's all visual, so anybody can understand. And that's the most beautiful thing about, like, real cooking is when people would say, listen, we know we don't own this. We're going to show this shit to right. all of you for free. We're not going to make a big stink about right. it. We just want to pass this on because exactly. we know that it can be better for everyone. Exactly. I mean, I, I, have a, I have a cookbook exactly. that I want to do. I'm not going to do the whole concept because it's. I think it's a really cool thing, but it's not going to be expensive. It's like $5. And it's really to pay for its own cost of thing, but it's meant to be like bought by everyone for any sort of aspect, and it's a cool Well, isn't thing. that something like I think a lot of people would say, I, I don't know how common or uncommon it is anymore because I've been out for like a year and a half. Right. My, my old chef said like the measure of being a chef to a large extent is the ability and the desire to teach. Right. And it's not just can you put together a nice plate. It's can you make everyone else on your team put together that same nice plate. Right. I mean, I have a new sous chef. He hasn't spent a lot of time cutting fish. So I got him a whole rock fish. And I said, you're going to it. I said, you're going to learn that. Well, he was he psyched himself out too much. And he comes to me. He's like, I don't know if the fish smells too good anymore. I was like, well, you left it there for two days. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's that's the problem. And I was like, so what's going to happen? And he's like, well, we were just really busy. And I was like, that's not an excuse. I said, I bought that fish so you can learn how to break it down. He's like, well, are you going to show me how to do it? And I said, did your dad put your feet on the pedals of the bicycle that you were going to ride when you were a little kid? He's like, no, I just got on and fell off. And I was like, what do you think I'm doing with you right now? Learn. You got to learn. I was like, and you're going to bring me that fish and we're going to look over it and I'm going to tell you where you fucked up at and we're going to talk about how that not to do that next time. <laughs> I would work for you. <laughs> but that's oh, yeah. how it goes. I'm like, if I can dump a $15 fish and say, let's figure it out. Have at cool. it. Man. And if not, whatever. Uh, one last thing before we go off. I also want to give a huge shout out to Dominique Crenn, who just got her third, third Michelin, Michelin star. Killing it. Yeah. Crenn yeah. in San Francisco. Um, it's hugely deserved. She's a badass. Very much so. And um, even though we may have some issues with a tire company telling us what to eat, it's awesome it's that she got recognized yeah. in that way. Also, shout out to Single Thread, uh, because they oh, just yeah. got their third Michelin star as well. Yeah. And we ate there not too long ago, and it was definitely deserving of that. Wow. All right, guys, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 121 of Grill. How much longer on that stick, mister? It's in the window. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank Pamela Watson. Pam. Ah. Uh, Stuck around. Now would, she's non-sticking around. I would like to thank <laughs> Eric for making time out of his busy Hi. schedule, coming back from L.A. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Ingrid. You're always a play. Bring such good energy yeah. into the studio. And she's gorgeous. She is yeah. very beautiful. She gives very me side beautiful. eye. It's great. Uh, Keith, I know you didn't want to speak <laughs> on mic today, but I'm I'm thankful for you. Uh, I'm glad I did. I feel better. Your hair looks pretty good. Today. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks pretty. I got a haircut good. before I went to LA, so I didn't look like a scumbag. Oh, uh, what are, what's my La. excuse? <laughs> Ooh, thanks, funny. You're talented. Uh, I wanted. I wouldn't go that far. I wanted to promote. I wanted to promote somebody's. I wanted to promote somebody's dinner on here. The guy's Eric Jackson from oh. Rough draft oh my gosh so uh, Eric do you Jackson. have it real quick cool so good day donuts and white center it's on 15th and 98th right next to the sandway market right behind the popeyes and next to the new weed store mr buds uh they're having a holiday dinner on the 16th it's a sunday from 5 30 to 8 30 and all of the proceeds go to the white center food bank there's going to be eric jackson who owns good day donuts with his wife allison former guest of the show yeah Former chef at a lot of restaurants yeah. that we've all gets loved around, to eat. Man. 
Everybody gets wrong Rocker. in Seattle. <laughs> that would be Matt Fortner, uh, Jeffrey Vance, and Cam Hanen. Oh, yeah. Am I saying his name Hanin? right? Hanin. Cam Hanin from Cam, Supreme Pizza. Jeff, who Matt. makes some of the best weirdo pizza combinations I've ever had. Yeah. Kimchi pizza. So, if uh, any of you... Spaghetti and meatball pizza? Yeah. Really yes. good. If any of you guys out there want to get a really good plate of food for a good charity for fucking Come cheap to with four go. dope chefs... Go, go, go. Go to this. Yeah. Go. Good day donuts. So, we should probably shoot out some and also, to make sure uh, we get in there. don't just... Don't be that person that just goes there and thinks like fifteen dollars is enough. Throw in an extra twenty. Yeah, you pay. It's fifteen for adults. Yeah, yeah. For but kids. but throw in extra extra money. You like be nice that time of year. Donation. Do donation it. Do it. Pots. They're doing it probably for like at cost. Give some extra money. Don't yeah. And they're guy. all donating their time. Yeah. Guaranteed. Their food's, food's probably being donated. Be yeah. So. But bring an extra twenty or something like that. Whatever you can. Drop do it. it in there. If you guys want to hit us on all social media, it's going to be Grill How Long Steak Mister at. Instagram and Facebook to be at How Long Steak Mister at Twitter. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or you want to talk some shit, uh, catch these hands. It's going to be GrillHowLongSteakMister at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on the social media, it's going to be at Bobby Stills on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. I don't really fuck with Facebook anymore. This shit's for losers. Losers. Eric, social medias. Uh, EricRiveraCooks.com, Auto Seattle. Yeah. That luxury dinner, baby. Yeah. I mean, do we have other stuff, too. I know. You got tons of stuff yeah. going on. Everything from 5 to $500. 5 to $500. What's up with the brunch thing? 5 Oh, the Grinch? Um, oh. You got that Grinch? Good one, man. You got the Grinch? I, dude, that's like my little kid place. So I'm, I'm pulling out all the stops for it. We're like lighting shit on fire, fucking smoking things, everything. It's great. I saw it. It looks it's great. Good. Yeah, it looks yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's very, it's very fun. Uh, Pam, do you want to hit people up? Tell them your social medias. Tell them to come visit you. Stalk, yeah. stalk you at Little Woody's. I only do uh, Instagram. It's at Pamela Shabam. <laughs> oh, I guess I have a Twitter too, but I only follow Gucci. So Gucci. That one's, Gucci. That one's at Hold Like Gucci the store or Gucci Main? Gucci Main. Oh, oh God. I Gucci the store. I was just saying. Gucci Mane puts out Gucci. the most inspirational tweets every morning. Like, wake up and let's get this. That's a man that the, I'm, no I'm trying to be like Gucci. You know, he, he's yeah. he's turned his life around. He's fit. He's, he's super flossing. You know what I'm he saying? He's got like the nicest set of teeth I've ever seen. Boo. You know what? Um, have he's you seen that have you, have you seen the picture of people putting Gucci Mane's teeth on Elmo? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's the funniest know. fucking thing ever. Boo, boo, boo. I do have, I do still have the text that my boyfriend sent me when I was like, I'm at this tattoo shop and I'm gonna get Gucci's ice cream cone tattooed on my ass, and he's like, I'll never talk to you again. Did you get the tattoo? No. You're stupid. Uh, Keith, <laughs> uh, sh shout out, uh, shout out the social medias for you for I've seen that one. Shout out your social medias for uh, Soundcasting Network. Uh, at Soundcast Network on uh, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really fuck with that either. Uh, if you want to catch a shitload of pictures of all the dope graffiti down in LA, I'm going to post a bunch of it on oh, my wow. personal Instagram, uh, Beats Noise Light, sometime like this next week. Oh, that's you. We hosted a new, uh, I mean, yeah. we recently rebranded one of our podcasts about video games. I know sometimes cooking and cooks go hand in hand with video games. Uh, Salt Tear. I still love Tetris. Um, and also, if you want to, yeah, you can. Bobby Stills on PlayStation Network too. Oh, really? Come catch the smoke. Uh, Eric Rivera cooks on Xbox. Oh. Find, find me a gamer tag. Let's do it. Let's do it. Whenever you want. All day. Yeah. I'm Pamela Amsterdam. One, two, three, four on Xbox. That's tight. Yeah. Pam, we'll let you get the last word. You want to say bye to everybody? Bye, everybody. Grill. How long steak, Mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>